0: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Coffee Chat. I'm Dr. Jane Ruby. Glad you're with me this morning. I've got a great cup, kind of different. Cups come in all different shapes, sizes, and sentiments. This is called created. Perhaps you were created for such a time as this. And I love that. I love that Esther phrase. That's 414. So it just, people have said that to me from day one. And it's a thermal cup. Really, really beautiful. Very gorgeous. I love these blues. These are like the Mediterranean blues and blue and white, like a royal blue. Mm. Good Tuesday morning to everyone. It is the 21st of November and it is about 78 here in Florida. Hate to rub it in, but We do choose to live here. It's absolutely beautiful, and it's so nice to be back after being on the road. I was in all northern, sort of northern, midwestern, northern states on that trip, and it really is good to be back home, I have to tell you. But first I want to thank the lovely person who sent me this tumbler, this thermal tumbler. These are great for when I'm running out the door and still get a little reminder that I'm doing this because I was made for a time such as this. Didn't ask for it, but here I am. A beautiful card. Um, Wanted to share with you. This is from Melanie in Hodgenville, Kentucky. I have a, a left part of my heart in Kentucky. I lived there for 10 years before I was in DC. And it's, it's a great state. The people are amazing. And it's just a, it's a literally a different world when you cross over that Ohio River. Because I lived in Cincinnati for a, a year or two, and I just didn't like it. And it just, it was hard to make friends, and it's kind of a clicky town. No offense, Cincinnati, but I was in the area for 10 years. But I did make some great friends in Cincinnati, but mostly on the Kentucky side. Great place to live. Covington, Kentucky. Okay, so Melanie writes, just as Esther was created to save her people, it's clear that you too were created for the same purpose. Thank you so much for your wisdom, passion, boldness, and courage to bring us the truth. I know it can't be easy, and I appreciate your dedication so much. I especially love the coffee chats and look forward to them each week. God bless you. I'm praying for you and your work. In Christ, Melanie from Hodgenville Kentucky. Beautiful. Thank you, Melanie. Beautiful. Beautiful thoughts. Uh, great sentiment. So, you know, I've been talking about this, you know, this magical election in Argentina. This guy who most of us never heard of, right? Turns out to be a former WEF, World Economic Forum, little darling, right? All, the, all these people, like Vivek, all these people, these young people. Ivanka Trump, yeah, they're all, you know, they all went through, like, they went through this training ground. For what? Oh, I'm not in it anymore. Oh, he was only in it for two minutes. Get out of here. Come on. Come on, guys. I know you're not that stupid, and I'm not that stupid. And you wouldn't, you know, be a part of my social media and all this, if, if, you know, if you were that gullible, because I, I hope I've imparted to many of you over these last three years that, come on. Um, I was only in the WEF for a minute. I'm out now, or like Vivek, I sued them to get my name off their roster. Oh, okay. Hey Klaus, I'm gonna send through a little fake lawsuit, but we won't serve you or anything. I'm just gonna let people think I'm. I have to sue you because you're big and bad. Don't worry, bub. I got it. By the way, thanks for the tuition. Come on. This guy looks like he's 12 and he's already made billions in his pharma companies, the industry that just got done trying to kill the world. Discern, think. So what I'd like to point out to you is more than just this what I believe is a psyop on this guy's election. He's a little too energetic, you know, the, the chainsaw. It's like, sit down. Dude, sit down. Just sit down. Sit down with Dr. Jane. We'll have a cup of coffee. We'll talk. Coffee talk. Remember that on Saturday Night Live? What I want you to pay attention to is who is jumping all over it. See, that's where you gotta watch. You see the event, and most of you don't go past it. What I encourage you to do is to, when an event pops out like that, ooh, there's this guy in Argentina, oh my God. He's very Trumpian in his, you know, he's gonna get rid of climate change, he's gonna throw all this stuff out. Okay, watch who's jumping on that bandwagon. Watch who, just who, is chiming along with it. Mainstream, mainstream conservative, conservative ink, the establishment, the fakes, the rhinos, the sinos, conservative in name only, money. Charlie Kerr, Ben Shapiro, there's a bunch of other people, but maybe some people just got caught up in it. So I don't wanna nail some of my some of my health freedom friends are in there. It's like, guys, really? Then somebody wrote to me yesterday and said, Well, they had paper ballots. Yeah, okay. Did you watch Two Thousand Meals? How's that paper ballot thing working for you? Without one vote, one ID, you don't have anything. You still have foundation for cheating. And here's the other important thing about this guy, because I think this whole thing is a psyop, this melee. 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 Okay? Javier Melee. Melee. He's just going to step in, walk up to a whiteboard, and rip off climate change, and rip off surveillance, and rip off, you know, mandates, and rip off this department and that. Guys, come on. You're not falling for that, really. But nothing gets changed about the base infrastructure, right? You think you're gonna get get anything different if Trump gets back in, if the same infrastructure is in place, if 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 the same, I can tell you after working in the office of presidential correspondence, and I went in there in 2019, two weeks after the inauguration, I was like, okay, this is great, our guy got in. hey. And about 80% of the people walking around the offices in the executive office building, which is right next to the West Wing, they were like, you know, hi, good morning. Isn't it great, President Trump? Um, Yeah, 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 it's great. What's with these people? Some of them were the Obama holdovers, the Reince Priebus, you know? You don't have infrastructure. You haven't been a politician, Donald, so we'll put the people in place for you. Dumb. 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 And the other half were Bushies that were brought back in. They went home for eight years after Obama. Yeah. Yeah, they were the the, the rhino, help the Dems, rhino, Bushies. I wrote two articles on it. They should be on my new website, and they're on medium.com. Yep, it was about how people sent their resumes in. Remember that? MakeAmericaGreatAgain.com, something like that. It was Sean Spicer, who be- eventually became one of the press secretaries, set it up. A month or two later, it, it accidentally got deleted. Okay. And then the second article was, you know, Like in the spirit of The Apprentice, you know, you're fired, because those Obama holdovers and Bushies in there became the managers of the, you know, newer people that were hired in, and they got fired by the Obama holdovers. Then I knew, and then I understood the game. So if you don't change that infrastructure. If you don't change that infrastructure, my friend, you got the same people, got the same things going on, you got the same 90-year-olds in, in Congress, like Mitch McConnell and his Chinese wife and their Chinese businesses. They're filthy, corrupt pigs. You got the same people. Where are you going? I'm gonna get Trump back in in 24, great. What are you doing about the rest of the infrastructure? About the system? What's changed? Just like in, I keep telling everybody here, you think you're going to have a fair election in Florida? Oh, yeah, we got done. DeSantis did this and so and so did that. Really? Because you got thousands of drop boxes. So we're, I guess we're still going to use those. And I haven't seen anybody haul out the internet connected voting machines. Guys, come on. That's how you know it's a sci okay? All that. All that. Um, interesting comment I got in my Twitter that I want to share with you. Because there's a lot to it. There was obviously somebody who jumped into my Twitter who had taken the shots. I feel bad for them. I've replied, you know, to people like I always do. You can't say, I didn't have a choice, I was forced, I had to. You made a bad decision. You know where I stand on this. Not a judgment, you made a bad decision. Once you acknowledge that you made a bad decision, you will have the power. You'll forgive yourself, you'll ask God for forgiveness, and then you'll have the power not to do it again because they're going to come at us again. But they'll mix up the scenario that you're going to be weighing you acknowledge that you made a bad choice it's called behavioral self-blame in psychology you will not be the victim and you will say i made a bad choice i i granted you were duped you had no informed consent they lied okay that's where the judgment goes out the window but you made a choice you weighed some things a trip a job sorry you did don't, don't shoot me, I'm just the messenger. Want the truth, that's the truth. But the point, point is, I responded you know, with some of that, but I said, the personally had a very interesting question after that, and then when I answered it, they blocked me. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. <clears throat> the question they came back with was, and I'm sure most of you out there who are jabbed, if any of you are jabbed out there, you're gonna relate to this do you think a therapy to remove the mRNA from the genome could be developed? And I said, my from what I've learned from talking to geneticists, genetic researchers, that kind of gene therapy expertise, what I've learned is, you know, in the first six hours, we know from the Swedish study, that material, they lied when they said it didn't leave the arm. If it didn't leave the arm, you wouldn't... And if it was theoretically a vaccine, think about it. You would have immunity. Again, think out. Think outward from what they tell you. If this, then that, then that, okay? Within the first six hours, not only does it get out distributed many times through the body, but when it gets intracellular, because it's nano, it just goes right in. It then goes into the nucleus, which is inside the cell, and which is the only place DNA is housed. And it integrates that code. Remember the CRISPR that Marjorie Taylor Greene owns, the technology stock that you all are defending to me? Okay. That CRISPR allows a piece to be taken out and that to be put in. Where, how? Nobody knows, and that's why it's such dangerous technology. So the question, back to the question. From everything I know, and they were asking me my opinion, do I think it could be? And I said, it's probably going to take another gene therapy, like to send another one in to turn it off or to change it or I don't know if the, or to get the CRISPR to replace. You can't replace with something that's gone. It was God given. And to his credit, Dr. Mackis had jumped into my Twitter. And I know he sells a little bit of the, whatever, okay, for TWC Canada, but to his credit, he jumped in and said, possibly, but it's going to take many years. And I thought, oh, at least that's fair. And he didn't try to sell a bottle of whatever But here's the important question beyond that. And I don't know why any of you don't ask this question. Why isn't anybody working on it? My feeling is, and I didn't finish my thought, I apologize. If you send in another thing, another code, to tr- this is such a, an untested, unreliable technology. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. You could never, in, even in the, in the, on the uh, FDA website guidance documents for industry, you look up it within that department guide, um, gene therapy, you'll see the FDA from 15 years ago warning the companies be careful, you don't know where it goes, don't know if you can turn it off. Hasn't been tested enough in humans, can't use it in children, absolutely not in pregnant, don't know how, you know, if, if that one would go nuts and then you can't get that one back. So that's what I based my answer on, all that. But the better question is, and this is why I think I got sued by Malone. Because from day one, when he started showing up on Bannon, and I'd say, inventor, inventor, why are they praising this guy? Why are they raising him up? He invented it. What are y'all coddling and kissing his ass for? Why don't you ask him the elephant in the room question? If you invented this technology, vaccine, whatever you want to call it. He's said both. Why aren't you in the lab day and night working on the antidote for this thing, this evil technology that's killing babies and children, that's dropping teenagers on soccer fields? Why? Why is nobody working on it? That's my question. But mostly, why isn't someone who boasts and brags about inventing it? Is that why I got sued? Really? Is that why I got into his crosshairs? Doctor and Mrs. Bregan went down the lane of attacking Malone's buddy, Matthias Desmond. The German or Belgian or Viennese, I don't know what he was, psychiatrist on mass formation psychosis. I didn't get involved in that. I just repeated what Bregan told me because I interviewed him. But is that why I got sued? Because from day one in 2021, I said, why is this guy on Bannon? Why is he on TV? And interestingly, three different producers were trying to get me on Bannon. But I never got on because I would have asked the question. Something was going on there, right? Why isn't anybody pressuring this guy? And then when he bitched and moaned about not getting the Nobel Prize, oh, I, I invented this, but they invented that. Why didn't anybody say, okay, great. Yeah, you know, maybe you did deserve it. It's pretty, uh, you know, crazy technology. Well, why haven't you found the antidote? Why aren't you working on it? Not, how, why, not why haven't you found it. Why aren't you working on it? Understand it could take months or years. And then the larger question is, why isn't anybody? I asked Stu to do it three times. What should I ask him? Should would ask him why, why nobody's working on it. Why isn't he working on it? He's the inventor. People are dying. In my opinion, he pussied out, but whatever. I never got the chance, because by then, he was already jumping It. Malone was jumping in my... Telegram channel a year ago threatening and accusing me of saying things I didn't do. But yes, why isn't anybody asking that question? Why isn't anybody working day and night? What are you doing the dog and pony shows? going Being adored, going around to Europe and making speeches. Riding your horses on the weekend aren't you in the lab? Dr. Nagasi knows, Dr. Daniel Nagasi, the Canadian emergency room physician, who was banned from his practice for using ivermectin and saving people's lives. <laughs> but he also got famous for doing something else. During 2021, he was on the steps of some museum or something in British Columbia. He was given a speech and he was lamenting because he said he was on a a Zoom with a bunch of famous doctors. And he was asking about reverse transcriptase. Isn't this gonna poison the human genome? Isn't it gonna go down through generations? And shouldn't we be working on that and stopping it? And you know, reverse transcriptase is, is what actually gets it into your genome permanently. And Nagasi now says that one of the experts, he called it, on that call, told him never to talk about reverse transcriptase. And he listened to him for nine months. And then Nagasi said, how many babies died because I listened to him? And he said, well, I'm not listening anymore. I'm going to talk about reverse transcriptase. And he's been on my show several times talking about it. And he has named that expert. And that expert was Robert Malone. Hmm. Suing people on his own side, suing a hero like Dr. Bregan, the conscience of psychiatry, suing me who's done nothing but try to warn people, and then admonishing a molecular biologist physician not to talk about reverse transcriptase. You may think these are small discussions. I'm talking about little things, you know, it's not so important. But what I'm doing is sharing with you the way of thinking, the way of looking at this, not to forget certain things. Because whether I'm doing this work in five or ten years or not, whether I'm still here or not, more deceptions coming your way, more psyops, more confusion, more information warfare, more disinformation campaigns. If you don't know how to think about it, to look at a situation like Miele in Argentina and say, let me look around and see who's reacting to that. Let me see who it is and what are they saying? Because they're part of the operation to, to keep you focused on that. Some little guy in Argentina, this situation is nothing. But they wanted it to be something for a day or two. What were they hiding behind it? What was going on in the US, even for a day? People say, oh, you know, this person was good in the beginning, that person was good, I love that doctor, how can you do it? Pretty is as pretty does. And you need to watch people over time. You've got to watch people over time. So lastly, I'm going to say that I'm really discovering that I'm quite shadow banned. And no, I don't take it as a badge of honor, so don't don't go there with me. Um, I, I take it as an uphill climb. I'm putting all this effort in. I'm risking my life and my reputation. And I'm being shadow banned. You know, even Twitter, people say they have to go in and really look for me on Twitter. It doesn't just pop up rumble i should be at 50 70 hundred thousand people subscribe by now there's no reason for it except that i think i'm throttled and shadow banned imagine what it would be imagine the reach imagine getting this information to so many more people and getting it to them over and over again so they s- start to absorb it if there was no shadow banning and throttling because people are saying I never get notifications when you put up a new show. And they are subscribed and they clicked on the notify me under the settings. have to search, can't find me, don't get notifications. But who's, who's promoted like on a Rumble page? Who's promoted when you first go to Rumble? You know, they are the Russell Brands and the Kim Gil- Kimberly Guilfoyles and the Don Juniors. Over and over again. I mean, are they your truth tellers? Or are they part of the establishment? I don't know how to overcome it. Just gonna keep doing what I'm doing. That's all. Um, I'm gonna end it here, guys. Got a, a a day to do business, try to finish the website with my new web developer. I'm really trying to get it done to launch before the end of November. There's so much that goes into it. And uh, lots of work to do. I gotta finish a substack and all that. So there's a lot of work to do, but it's good work and it's meaningful and it's helpful. Um, I'm gonna sign off for now. We'll have Dr. Stella on tomorrow night on the Dr. Jane Ruby Show. I'm so much looking forward to that. She makes me cry. We pray together. She sings. Uh, She is fiercely unafraid and just so wonderful. I'm so glad she's in my life. And uh, I know you'll all enjoy her tomorrow night. So have a wonderful rest of your Tuesday. Stay well. Remember everything I said. And uh, subscribe. Talk to you soon have a great day everyone. Hey everyone this is Dr. Jane Ruby. We've got a very exciting thing happening this week. I have to tell you I've been with Mike Lindell and using the promo code Ruby for uh, well over a year now and I have never seen free shipping. I know that's been an issue uh, maybe a rate limiting step for some of you but it is over now and it is just for this week for the holidays the Black Friday sale and it's extended into next Tuesday after Thanksgiving. So please consider doing your shopping at MyPillow.com with Mike and I here in the middle of the picture, free shipping with the promo code Ruby. I'm going to put a link that is very special to this free shipping at the top of my link stack. So please don't miss it from today and click on it. That's free shipping. Doesn't matter how many objects or items you purchase, mattress toppers, blankets, towels, pillows, slippers, sheets, it's incredible. Please avail yourself now of this incredible opportunity to get all the wonderful things from MyPillow.com with no shipping fees at all. And Don't forget to use that promo code Ruby. Go to mypillow.com, click on the link below, and have a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday, everyone. Hey, everyone. This is Dr. Jane Ruby. We've got a very exciting thing happening this week. I have to tell you, I've been with Mike Lindell and using the promo code Ruby for uh, well over a year now, and I have never... Seen free shipping. I know that's been an issue, uh, maybe a rate-limiting step for some of you, but it is over now, and it is just for this week for the holidays, the Black Friday sale, and it's extended into next Tuesday after Thanksgiving. So please consider doing your shopping at mypillow.com with Mike and I here in the middle of the picture, free shipping with the promo code RUBY. I'm going to put a link that is very special to this free shipping at the top of my link stack. So please don't miss it from today and click on it. That's free shipping. Doesn't matter how many objects or items you purchase, mattress toppers, blankets, towels, pillows, slippers, sheets, it's incredible. Please avail yourself now of this incredible opportunity to get all the wonderful things from mypillow.com with no shipping fees at all. And don't forget to use that promo code Ruby. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the link below, and have a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday, everyone.